daughter of a city who's got its snuff in its cuff, so to speak, as a powerful public lobby relentlessly engages those in the seats of vested authority. Respectable servants navigating and educating in the anarchy and getting schooled. We learn together. Birds of a bay feather fluffing up in the dust, settling for moments of clarity and humanity. I'm Global Val. Thanks for listening to Women's Magazine. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, then inspiration is contagious. Peace. Thank you.
Hello and welcome to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Global Val. I'm really happy to be here. It is Friday, February 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh my goodness. Um, But I'm not that superstitious. I think everything's probably going to be all right. And I know Ubi's going to let us know that in a few minutes. But I just wanted to um, take an opportunity to remind people that you can uh, listen to our shows not only on mutinyradio.fm, pcrcollective.org, but also you can now find us on Stitcher. So if you're one of those Stitcher folks, Stitcher Diesel folks um, with that app, the shows are free, Common Thread Collective and Women's Magazine with Global Val. So if you prefer to have uh, those upload, download options, uh, sometimes you've got to get up to get down, um, you can do that. Also, if you'd like to support Mutiny Radio, we are a community radio station here we run only on the internet um and we stream around the planet on the internet we, we're very proud of that we we like to highlight and give a platform for independent voices uh, musicians poets comedians uh, come through and different shows on uh, here at the station um also political activists um community members anybody who really comes through the door really and lets us know uh what's happening And we've got certainly got a lot of people who do that here on the Common Thread Collective. So uh, if you'd like to support us, um, we do have a crowdfunding campaign out there on a website called Patreon. I'm not fond of the name, but it's called Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com. If you go on there and search for Mutiny Radio, you'll see us. And uh, if you'd like to help out, we would always really appreciate it. Uh, We're not making any money over here, but we do pay our dues to keep the doors open, the internet running, the lights on, and uh, the door open. So uh, thanks for your support. And uh, we... You know, if you're listening to the show, I'm, I'm really happy that you that you listen to the show. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us and let us know how you found us or uh, what you think or things that you liked, you can find us on Facebook as well, Common Thread Collective. You'll see a picture of me and Diamond Dave with a big red background here of the studios of Mutiny Radio um, or the uh, w- or Women's Magazine with Global Val. I also have my own page there on Facebook. So um, do reach out. You know, some, sometimes people say, well, who's listening? And I say, I don't know. Um, but we know thousands of you are. And uh, <laughs> but we'd love to have a more personal connection with you. So if you are listeners out there, um, just let us know. Um, get in touch through the Facebook sphere. Anyhow, sometimes people wander in off the streets. Um, I know Diamond Dave's going to be wandering in off the streets in just a few minutes here, but he, I mean, this is his destination. Um, but sometimes people just happen to be walking by while we're doing an episode of the show because it's just an open little cafe style space with people jamming and, and reading and talking and having an intelligent conversation and fun and, you know, and fun times. Um, people walk in and they say, what's, what's going on here? Um, so they're obviously in the right place at the right time. And, uh, I feel that way sometimes too. Thanks for listening.
You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here on Mutiny Radio FM. Uh, last week, I'm Global Val, and last weekend I was uh, I was a feature, a poet poetry feature at La Promenade Cafe, which has a great open mic. I think it's the first Saturdays of every month. It's out in the outer Richmond on Balboa Street, La Promenade, um, which in French would mean. Uh, the walkway, right? Like the boulevard down which one walks, right? To uh, promen is uh, to walk in French. Um, so I, I got to read um, some of my own work, but I also was co-featuring with a really very cool woman named Eileen Malone, um, and she was kind enough to give me one of her books. It's the book is called "I Should Have Given Them Water." 
um, and it's put out by Ragged Sky Press. But I want to read you this poem here called Antique Shop. Against the rain, display windows are sealed shut. Lace clothed, silver fringed tables heap with pigeon blood goblets. China doll faces, garnet clasped shawls. A round glass paperweight con confines a single perfect hyacinth, suspended, buried alive, all the air squeezed out. I too cannot breathe. Inhale ashes of roses, freshly snuffed beeswax candles, dusted of crushed dried lavender, powdered fungus, old spores. It is not the steam rising from my raincoat suffocates. It is the b glass ball breathing without breath, the impending death of a friend, of me. I enter without resistance the enfolding mildew, plans within plans, known human imprints, someone else's past haunted and hovering. I am no longer browsing customer. I am host.
for days, seemingly omnipresent in the recent evenings, an elegant element of our life, our environment. There is no equivalent or replacement. And this particular turn of season has placed it at present to present itself with the certainty of spring's light.
All right, you're listening to the Common Thread Collective. This is Global Val here. You're listening on MutinyRadio.fm. And guess who I found? Diamond Dave. I found I wandered in. You did wander in. I crossed down. I told people you were going to wander in. And here it is. Well, it's, uh, well you're, you're a prophetess. Whatever, but it is Friday. It is. And we're out here. We're going to, we've been, uh, I've been uh, going every day, staying attuned with what's happening with the Frisco Five. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's uh, Selassie, that's Equipo, that's Edwin. It's Ike. And Ike. And Maria. And Maria, the mother, they call her. Mama. And they've had, they did, I believe, 17 days without food. And they, were, they came in and went in together. And they came out together. And now it's going to be where we're waiting for this call from Edwin. Yep. Uh, they're about their meeting. The Fisco Five is having a where we go from here meeting. But you know, he's, he's going to speak to us for about 15 minutes about just that. Right. Well, as we are on the Common Thread Collective, right on the pulse of what's happening here in San Francisco from the underground out. And uh, so... As, but certainly hopefully a voice of what's happening as they've come off their fast. They had, uh, we had, to, with all of them leading the way in wheelchairs, a great piece of uh, theater, and uh, to City Hall. Edwin. So on on the phone we we have Edwin Lindo who is one of the hunger strikers of the Frisco Five, um, and Edwin of course is also running for supervisor of District Nine here in the Mission Bernal Heights. Um, wow, welcome welcome onto the show. No, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate all that you do. Well, we appreciate what what you do and what what you've what you've been doing. Um, it's good to hear your voice. Uh, how Thank you. are you, uh, I mean, you were on the hunger strike for how long, 17 days? Uh, just over 17 days, yeah. Wow. And how long have you been uh, back trying to recover from, from that? It's been four days now. All right. And yeah. how, how, what is that, what is that process like for you? It's. It's a slow process, just trying to get your strength back, trying to get back into your eating routine, um, and it's a lot of time for reflection as well because it's at 18, 17, 18 days was one of the most spiritual journeys that I had ever been on, and just trying to, to reflect on all of it and everything that, that we went through in those 18 days. And... and- and uh, I know that you only have a, a little bit today, a little bit of time today, um, and we sure. certainly don't want to expend too much of your energy um, as you no, as you, as you come back from from this this spiritual journey, this this public um, this social movement that really has has really had a lot of impact in San Francisco. We now see the members of the board of supervisors who were initially confronted um that you know that you know, the frisco five you and uh, supporters initially confronted a few weeks uh, a couple of weeks back when they were still saying well why do we need to follow, fire the police chief and then we get this new uh panel review and 
independent review that came out and now we ha- that show um some of the the terrible uh, racial profiling and and lack of uh, disciplinary action within the police department and now we've got four out of the 11 supervisors who are saying we do need new leadership in the police department but um what aspect of it would you like to talk to us about today you know, I, I just I would like to talk about the growing galvanized community that that came out of this uh, because Frisco Five were really just five average people, uh, four of them that grew born and raised in San Francisco. And really, nothing special about us except that we we had the privilege, honestly, to to put our health and life on the line. And the conviction to say, we really believe and we know that there's injustices in this city and we want to stand up for it. Um, and not many people have the liberty to do that, you know, whether it's a job or it's a family or a number of other reasons. And so I honestly feel blessed to even have been in that situation and be part of it. But to talk about you know, the fact that we, we now have what they call the Frisco 500 or, or even the Frisco 5000, where the city has come together, the world is watching, the world is talking about San Francisco in a way that it never had before. Never talked about San Francisco as an unjust city. We were usually the city that was the barometer of what justice meant, and I think we've lost that quite a bit. And, and one way or another, what happened over the last three weeks with the Frisco Five was was really a testament of, no, we still have fighters. We still have people who want to stand up. We just didn't know how to. And uh, I think also the attention came when people realized that there's individuals in the city that are willing to put their life on the line to make it known that things are not right. Um, and I will be honest, I didn't think it would have such a profound effect on others. We really thought it would just be us making a political statement, but it turned much bigger than that. Well, having been there, hey, hey uh, Edwin, having been there, yeah. having seen you and the crew, I'm talking about Ella Selassie, I'm talking about uh, Equipo and the crew and the mom, who you call mother. Okay, what was happening each day as people would stop by, as cars would go by and honk, as people would stop by and were free to sit sit down and talk to you. And the word that came to me, I don't know if you used it today, but it was galvanizing, like a, mm-hmm. like a magnet, a magnet which attracts the iron filings together. Mm-hmm. And I could feel it reaching out, I feel it out. And, and I think we, hey Val and I, really feel honored to be able to be a voice of this and mm-hmm. it's to be a continued I know there's a meeting tomorrow a committee meeting tomorrow and out of it will come I think there's a lot of things that are that are that we can feel the movement as well I feel could feel I could feel movement being born and I definitely felt it with seeing all the media the corporate media and so on gathered around at the press conference and now now it's kind of on you guys again and on the, the various circles that are emerging to make this happen in so many different ways. Yeah, so many. I mean, uh, it was so beautiful to see you there, Diamond Dave, and Mutiny Radio talking about it. 
right? Because this was a community-driven journey, and the journey is not finished. But you had, again, as I mentioned, of the five, you had Maria Cristina Gutierrez, who is the executive director of Compañeros, Compañeros del Barrio Preschool over on uh, 16th and Valencia, where they, they give free preschool to children in the neighborhood. And it's a powerful, revolutionary school that teaches kids about themselves and awareness about themselves. You have Ike Pinkston, who is a preschool teacher there and, and works with these youth. And he has two kids himself, right? He paused his life for two and a half weeks to do this journey with us. You have Equipto, who is a, a legendary Bay Area rapper that sends his message of justice through his words of his of his raps. And Selassie, another musician and rapper that uh, consistently stands up, consistently pushes the envelope. Many of his songs, very contemporary of the issues that we're dealing with today. Um, and, you know, I'm just proud to be part of, of that team of with those other four because we never thought this is what the world had in store for us. But we realize it's also not us, and it's much bigger than us. And we hope that other people organize, that other people stand up, that other people do actions. Because we can't say that we're leaders. We just say that we took a stand and that others can do the same. Well, I think you found a base. You, you found it's, uh, it's important what you found, which is to put together a base, a crew of people, leaders, whatever it is you're going to be is emerging. You're, mm -hmm. you, uh, before any of this, you had put uh, put your name up as candidate for supervisor here in District Nine. Mm -hmm. Much of what uh, what was spoken about yesterday was uh, where the the deaths of these young men were were one step. What uh, were one one example? Uh, what's happening with the chief of police and how he's ruled in so many different ways? So much the focus on the neighborhood. What's happening with gentrification right there with the the monster in the mission, which was not that far away from where you were, one of the right. monsters in the mission. And then I left and walked away. And hey, uh, Edwin, I walked into what's happening? It's a march. It's kids. It turned out to be 400 kids. They were going from school to school. Did you hear about wow. this? Picking I did up hear about it. And, it, it. and to see it, and to feel these kids, the middle of schools, emptying out, school is over, and they've gotten together with the paras and some of the teachers, and they went from school to school. I was there right there at the Revolution Cafe, which is our kind of oasis, and they came by there and went right into the Mission Campus of City College, marched right through it, and then headed up for, uh, headed down the street, picking up uh, schools along the way. And so the iron, it was the word irony, but the significance, the symbolism of these kids coming out, these are middle school kids coming out at the same time as you, some of you kind of battle-scarred veterans of all of this, were having your press count and press conference to announce the, announce, announce that the beat goes on. Is that right? And this is the That's coming right. together. And here we are at Mutiny Radio, right here with the sun out, right here at 21st in Florida, being a voice of this to the world, the voice of this to the world. So it's how these things can come together, 
not organized from the top, but in a grassroots way, as we get to know one another and connect to one another and trust one another and realize we're on the same page, uh, we're on the same page, getting out of the box together, and you named it, pushing the envelope. And it's a, it's a two, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be, hey, Val, Val, we, we'll be documenting this, these, or these airways are open so we can put this out to the world. Is that right? Almost well, definitely. We're streaming around the planet on the internet right now on mutinyradio.fm. Um, our show is also available on Stitcher, too, so people can download it there now for free, always free, um, uh, free speech, free expression. And, um, you know, I've, I, I've been really um, following this the hunger strike quite a bit i i I would wait i would wake up kind of thinking about it and i'd hop on you know social media and the local news just to like see like what's happening next um it's it was just so captivating and i think and i and i agree with you it really has um galvanized uh a lot of uh, the you know this this progression this progressive movement you know people Mm -hmm. coming up from the neighborhoods like yourself like like equipto you know Mm -hmm. um coming up from the neighborhoods of the city growing up here and saying the police that we pay to patrol our streets and be you know peace officers um have have not been doing you know it in, in some very significant ways, and of course not in all ways, but in some very significant ways have not been doing that job. And the fact that you have the preschool teachers getting, you know, putting their lives on the line because... And the school teachers. And the school teachers and, the parents, and parents, you know, parents, because young people growing up in the city deserve to grow up in a safe city, in a city where... There, you know, I mean, there's always problems in every city, but you shouldn't have to grow up in a city where you think that just by being in the wrong place at the wrong time, that the police are going to attack you for some reason or another right. and, and have impunity and not get punished for it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we see this uh, across the country. We've had, the, you know, the Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot. Um, that's been going on for the past, you know, couple of years now. Um, mm-hmm. And the, also the, the story about Freddie Gray, who was um, arrested in Baltimore, uh, put in handcuffs, put his feet put in cuffs, kind of arrested for uh, like on some false, you know, reasons and then put into a van and not secured. And, and the young man died because his it broke, it broke his neck. Right. But, and then uh, they just the district attorney in Baltimore just came out and charged the six police officers with charges ranging from manslaughter to murder. So it's all part of this growing tide in the United States to 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 combat against and, and rethink um, what policing, community policing is, and also taking it to that bigger structure of mass incarceration where we see disproportionately African-Americans, Latinos, Native Americans uh, in prison. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's all, it's all tied in together. Capitalism, the 1%. Yeah. But let's take it all, let's bring it all the way back, all back home, because I know you have a meeting coming up. You guys are gathering to see where we go from here. So, uh, so the, the, the announcement was made uh, at the, yesterday at the, uh, at, the, at the press conference, where there's a lot of folks from the community as well, that there's going to be a community meeting. That's, yeah, that's your next step, I think, unless there's something I know, things I don't know. Your next step is a community meeting to, to again, re- uh, cast a wider net and bring the people together. Talk a bit about that. 
Yeah, so the, the next step is for the community to come together and to collectively come up with next steps and what actions would look like. Uh, but we will say that uh, we have our eye on the police commission because the police commission has the authority to fire the chief. And all we need is four votes on the police commission to have the chief step down. And and that's the pressure that needs to be put on the mayor. We need to continue to put pressure on the mayor. We cannot allow the mayor, you know, and it's, it's interesting we're thinking about it. The mayor proposed $17.5 million uh, to invest in uh, some jobs for youth, but for $4.4 million to go to the police department. We didn't do what we did so that more money can be invested in police. We did what we did so that there would be changes and so that another person, a person wouldn't die at the hands of police. And what's interesting is the $17.5 million, I, I honestly believe, is a mockery of the 17-plus days we spent not eating. And, and, I, and it's sad that they tend to play that mockery. I mean, even on the, the Twitter page for SFGov, you had uh, the day after we ended the strike, they had a picture of Gandhi, and they put, stand up for what you believe in. Uh, I don't think that was accidental. No, I, I think the city, unfortunately, shows its, well, at least the mayor and, and those that work for him, the blatant disregard for, for us, but also the people of color in this city. Uganda and uh, and also your fellow human beings, uh, the, your fellow human beings of all colors. Because I see, I, I see, I felt a change when I was on that march. You guys were in front of wheelchairs, and behind you were people. It was it was a, it was the most ambulant happening march I've ever I've ever been in in my memory, and I've been on so many. Yeah, that's saying a lot, Dave. Well, it's saying a lot. And I know you're saying it from the right, oh, from, think, from, as a point of truth. Oh, my goodness. Going back to 67, 68 and before. Going back to a trickle of people uh, picketing, uh, picketing, a handful of people picketing, to, that, uh, to filling the street in a spontaneous way, as that's what happened last was that Wednesday. Now, it seems to me there were people of every color. And many, I, you know, I have my phrase, uh, uh, Edwin, you probably heard it, which, uh, which is goddesses galore, which is the phrase goddesses galore, sisters glorious. Because I see the mm. young women stepping up. And these young women of every color, you see people of color, yeah, but of every color, I see a, young, a lot of young white women independently mm -hmm. joining up. And these women are highly intelligent and they're definitely dedicated. And you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's what's beautiful about all this is that people from all walks of life are coming together and and understanding the, the issue that we're fighting against. Um, and it's not an easy one. But what we've shown is that when there's enough conviction and you stand firm enough, you can move mountains. I mentioned that uh, three times. When affordable housing was on the, uh, uh, thanks to Campos and uh, uh, Campos and uh, Campos and uh, and uh, and uh, Campos and uh, who can feel the heat, who put up the affordable housing three times. The mission left the mission and went and occupied City Hall and uh, and brought it to a stop. So we sh we've shown that we have that ability. 
really. And I think uh, I think you're at a position where, where that could be done. That ability to leave the mission, to leave the communities, for the communities to join and go down to City Hall, whether it be the police commission or the uh, or the. Uh, or the, or, the, or the supervisors or the mayor's office. We've been there and it could be happened again. And I can feel, having some knowledge of history, having been doing this for 50 years, that they, one thing leads to another and the movement grows and continues and we, we learn from our past experiences and that's why I say the past takes answer the future through the now, right now. And so, hey, uh, Edwin, it's so good to talk to you, and so I want to ask you to, if uh, anything else you'd like to say, and any other, and you're always welcome, and any other, uh, any other of your compatriots are welcome, and I don't say we're the voice of this, but we definitely, I have been, a couple times you've been here and sat in these chairs, this chair that I'm sitting in now talking to you, and you're always welcome, and the, and the movement's always welcome, and the beat continues. We're not the voice, but we're definitely a voice of it right here in the Mission District, 21st in Florida. All people have to do is walk in through the door and uh, and uh, whatever it is they have to say, we're eager to spread it around. Is that right, right Val? Of course. We're here. Um, More than of course. We, we are here for... Um for, for you, for everyone who has uh, something to say and to oh, keep yeah. keep following uh, what the, the progress of this of this movement. And I'm just I want to say, Edwin, I'm really glad that you're uh, on the road to recovery. I know it's a slow Thank process, you. but uh, when when you when you've got all your strength back, look forward to having you come back in here to this mutiny radio studios where you've been before. And uh, and we can, uh, you know, keep going. And I can first see it just came to me now. We have we'll have your candidate uh, for supervisor in District 9. I think that's right so far. And now you got people like who will join you. You can have some uh, that are not just yourself speaking, but we can put on some shows right here in other places too. Is the word show good? Because we got you got Equipo at your side. You have uh, you have. Uh, uh, you have now not a group of the people coming in, Equipo and Selassie. Selassie has many, many friends. As you know, he's been doing this for a year. So I can see what I see emerging, which is necessary around your candidateship. I could say there's a song has it, but we can find it. It's a family affair. And uh, that's, that's right. uh, Oh, and there, That's speaking right. of that, there he is coming here to sing a song. She's so beautiful, too. Look, I'm looking for the window, and who do I see but a regular down there. I'm talking about her sister, Sabrina. Come on in, Sabrina. Love it. You know, love it. You know what you're talking about. And I <laughs> Sabrina, come on in. Well, I'm going to let you all go. I'm stepping out, but I, I love you all. Thank you for your work and for, for being a voice for us, for sure. Well, thank you, Edwin, and uh, we're wishing you and all of the Frisco Five a speedy recovery and wishing the city of San Francisco a lot of great progress. Thanks Absolutely. for calling in today. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, all right. See you Frisco soon. Five, uh, in an organic way. Well, I want, okay. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead, Dave. I, well, he had the to, Frisco he had to go. Five becomes a fisk. This is don't panic, keep it organic. The Frisco Five becomes a Frisco Five Hundred, becomes a Frisco Five Thousand, and like a and we're emerging and growing and coming down from the bottom up. Is that right, Sabrina? That is right. That is right. Okay, she said that is right. That is right. <laughs> And she's got a song she's going to sing. And so, uh, uh, and she sends out to love. Sabrina, it's so good to have you here. In fact, we have a studio full of people. It's true. It's and, true. Uh, here we go, and here we be. Hey, thanks, brother. 
to yeah. be continued. To be continued. Same with show with this show. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm gonna play a little music for you, and then we'll be back with our open mic portion of the afternoon. And uh, here's one of the songs we like to play, and uh, well, you'll see why.
You are listening to the Common Thread Collective. That was Steve Earle, The Revolution Starts Now. He does put that on YouTube for educational and social commentary purposes only. So uh, that's the way we use it. And I know we've uh, we've got Sabrina who's here. And we've got some music queued up. Um, because she's going to sing us a song. I think my eyes don't. Oh, I got some new glasses. You see me the glasses. That's a good story. How I got these free. But I think looking through them, <laughs> I see our man, Blood Flower. It's and true. he's got his hand, his finger piano. Why doesn't he open up this section? And then we'll go to Sabrina. How's that? All right. I'll, and I'll introduce Sounds her. like a plan. Okay. All right. This is live radio. Yeah. Can you get the door, Sapphire? Nice. Welcome, everybody. Thanks, Bloodflower.
blood flower on the finger piano, the kalimba. Uh, and blood flower was cool enough to come out to Love Promenade Cafe uh, last week. And um, he played music and I read poetry and it was pretty cool. Um, so thanks, blood flower, for being a, a, a stand-up virtuoso. fellow human being. You got this sister Sabrina here. Now Sabrina was regularly there at the, at the hunger strike, was regularly there to give some spiritual sustenance and, and spiritual sustenance and she's also a singer-songwriter. And somewhere along the line she said, Dave, I got this song I like to do in your show. And so here she be. And uh, so, so Sabrina, welcome this is a this is a true open mic where you're always oh I do this look at this Sabrina this is a true open mic and you're always welcome uh, to come back and be part of this crew and so Sabrina we got your beats there and uh, I'm really excited to see what it is you do so take it away sister thank you thank you.
Oh, that. Oh, I'm ageless. Well, we know your age is all ages. In other words, she prefers not to say. Take it away, Rainbow. Give us a couple songs. Okay. Ageless man. Thanks for having me today. It's for me, anyway. Definitely, definitely priceless. Those lies you believe 
It's a black magician Oh, I'm learning how to deceive You better get out of your head Before you wind up dead before you do of course you got another one I get it but rainbow that's huge your most Dylanesque uh, <laughs> yeah. I can feel the echo of Dylanesque uh, oh, right there well, he was an influence for sure well I got it right there I could hear the young Dylan kind of uh, but tell me you said you wind up before you wind up dead and then you <laughs> yeah. said even worse than that but I couldn't figure out what the worse than that is please tell us what's worse what's worse than finding oh, out dead be crippled or blinded or a lot of things. Really. Say you were even worse than that. What was the lyric, though? You say even worse than that, and then I couldn't make out what you said. I know it's all that. What did you say? 
worse than that. Yeah. What's worse than that? Well, let's see what's better than that. I want well, you to do another song. Yeah, yeah. And take us out of it. I know that when you get your birthday and you're growing older, because I'm older. Oh, the sun's out. It's beautiful. Just take it away, brother. What can you do when your day is done? Where can you hide? Oh, where can you run? I feel like a wolf on the edges of night Waiting for the moonlight And I'm hoping it'll be alright I'm hoping it'll be
Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, Rainbow. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. Of course, every time, anytime. Thank, Thank you for you. thinking of ways to be kind. That's the common thread's about. Whitebeard, I've known this fellow for quite some time. Uh, for quite some time. Hey, Bob, I want to make a little announcement now. The library lady has left, but she put this in my hand so I could put this out to you all. This is a quiet, hey Val, hey Dad, Richard, this is about a mission open house and a Cinco de Mayo celebration. Saturday, May 14th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. We have a number of things going on for all ages. First for, uh, for children, and their, uh, we have the Little Explorers Petting Zoo. Let me say that again. The Little Explorers Petting Zoo. So I guess they go from library to library, it's just a guess. And they bring various kinds of beasts that usually you don't get a, to get, get a chance to have a petting zoo to pet, to handle, to look at, to speak to you. And what do they say about it? Young children interact hands-on with a variety of friendly animals. Animal handlers will be available to show the children how to feed animals and snack and hold smaller animals and to be behold them and pet them. It's called a petting zoo. And now if you're a little older, I think the petting zoo is for all ages, for if you're a little older, it's make your own lip balm. Make a long lip balm. Make your own custom lip balm with natural ingredients. So you're not going to go away empty-handed. They'll bring the ingredients. All of these, I imagine, that these are various teams that go from library to library for various events, and they connect with the library lady. I'm not sure how. But anyway, from 11 to 1, for teen, from 12 to 1, you can make your own lip balm. Hey, teens out there, I know you get those dry lips. I do, too. And then, for everybody, we've spoken about it before. It's a new, you heard about local, uh, local, uh, eating local. You've heard about don't panic being organic. You've about bringing it all together. This is called decolonize your diet with, with Luz Cravo and Caritono Escobar. Book talk and free demonstration. This is in English, Spanish, by the way. Authors, Luz Cravo and Caturano P.S. Dubal read passages from the new book, Decolonize Your Diet, Mexican-American Plant Recipes for Health and Healing. Liz and, and, uh, and Caledonia spent years, years researching the health benefits and ancestral foods of Latin America. In this presentation, they will discuss their findings and do a cooking demonstration of one of their original recipes. So that's all that's going to be happening Saturday. That's tomorrow. So that's, that's tomorrow. A 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. over at the Mission Branch Library on Bartlett Street, right there on 24th and Bartlett. It's a, it's a good thing, too, because... Um, uh, I've had washapi. I don't know if you ever got to have any of that. That's uh, a Lakota, uh, sort of a pudding. Okay. No, uh, but it was, it was uh, it's a recipe uh, before the Europeans came. Wow, and, you know, I've, I've always sort of encouraged uh, uh, the Native people to bring those, those, those foods back and those recipes. 
because uh, they, uh, they're certainly healthier than what we're eating today with white flour and chemicals and all the others. Well, they weren't about this, but this is uh, food being sold for profit. Yeah. Between food <laughs> being sold for use, food to be shared, and food for profit, and ancestral, age-old, getting together. Well, how many varieties of potatoes do they have in Peru? Just that rest of my case, yeah. you don't have to answer that. Most, most of the food came from here. That's right. So, so don't panic. We'll keep it organic. And now, hey, Richard. You got to, you All got right, to well, um, well, we'll do a, a sort of a mixture of stuff today. Um, <clears throat> you know, she tells me, you know, she tells me, she tells me, you know, she tells me, tells me like beats of a drum, she tells me. I can only listen and groove like a snake I think I am. I won the game, came out on top after all the slithering and the heat of snakes. She tells me of things I did not feel, beats I never felt, with moves like the finest belly dancer which makes her stronger. We are in, the gar her, we are in our garden. She is the sage, I only her student. I in turn will pass along as she does. You know, she tells me, she tells me, you know, she tells me, like the beats as well as beats of the heart. Pass it along, along, I pass it along, at once, at once, anon, anon. And on and on. I think we, I like that anon, anon. I think we need to bring that back. <laughs> I like how your play on the, she's the sage in the garden. Yeah. Um, and it's a good time to remind people, speaking of gardens and food and things, this is a great time to plant um, your own gardens. And you can make a real small one, get a box or um, work with some neighbors or, or yourself and just plant some chard and some spinach and some lettuce and see what happens. Uh, I think it's all a good idea if you got the land out there or, or the gentleman who was, uh, remember he came in, I haven't seen him for a yeah, while. Yeah, Max with the garden towers. Yeah. Yeah. But I like to remind folks that you can have your own garden in a, in a space as big as your television. Yeah. Think about it. There you go. All right. Well, this is a new one called John George Dick and Family. Did you ever wonder about John Wayne Gacy, who paints clowns and is executed for his crimes against humanity? But George Bush paints himself in a shower and as a mass murderer still walks free? Did you ever wonder when Dick Cheney said he had better things to do than to go to Vietnam, that there was barely a ripple detected? And still walks free for his war crimes committed over decades of wars for profit under the guise of ideology? Did you ever wonder why no one ever protested over Obama getting a peace prize when there is no peace because we threw the bombs and left leaving humanity and their homes and places looking like thousands of Twin Towers? And it must be said loud and clear they didn't even have anything to do with it. Think of the rage there must be, the crying like the forever storm of pain, the letting of blood onto our mother's skin but not to be seen by the Usans like in Vietnam. The ape puts his head on his head and cries, so much killing because we can. Did, you, did I ever wonder? No, I've seen and heard too much. We hold our war criminals in the highest regard. It's just those damn serial killers we don't like, so we say. Depends on who's doing the killing. USA claims to be against these killings unless it's their own killers. USA, 
you lost your country before you ever had it, and it is assured because there is no longer a people's army, only the government's paid army. As in Greece and Rome, all empires crumble. Usa's killers, like Gacy, could not be any more creepier than the Johns, George, and Dicks of the world. Thanks for measuring up to our expectations. This is this people's history of the USA, or Usa. Oh, Richard. And that's an, an, an indictment uh, there. We do. We see that, right? Uh, like Obama gets celebrated as a peace, you know, for the peace prize, you know, for whatever the criterion they looked at for that. But yet bomb uh, drone bombings uh, have increased um, exponentially during his mm. presidency. Yes. And we see um, a couple of years back, I interviewed the women who had gone to protest drones in Pakistan. It was the Code Pink trip, and they, they went um, with people from Code Pink and Veterans for Peace and yeah. visited these outskirt, outlying um, mountainous villages um, or got very close uh, to, to some of them where... Um, a lot of this drone killing has been happening kind of in this uh, zone between Afghanistan and Pakistan. Um, you know, so we've got the policy makers and decision makers in Washington saying we need to go in and find this guy and this guy and this guy. And we think they're over here. Um, so we're going to send drones and uh, bomb drones. And in the meantime, it's mostly not these people getting killed by them, uh, these, these targets. Um, but the, sur the people surrounding the, the, the villages, the families and who are living in terror because they hear these, these drone planes hovering and then, you know, expect the worst to happen right next. So, uh, it is true that we put serial killers, uh, behind bars, uh, in jails, but the leaders of this country who often are killing serially, um, but justify it for whatever one reason or another are never held accountable. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, you got it. You hit it on the nose. <laughs> um, I don't think I can add anything to that because I've, I've said it and you've, it, it's, well, you know, we go shopping <laughs> as these things go on. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, um, I got one, another short one here. Nice. Um, it's uh, called Beat, Beat, Beat. Beat, Beat, Beat. I'm dancing as fast as I can. I'm not looking for that 19th nervous breakdown. I've already had that back in 65 when I got my draft notice. Ugh. Beat, beat, beat. It's just the beats that keep me alive, sane. It's in my DNA to react. I think, feel life, alive. Feel my own humanity. It's the one that needs constant attending. It's the ugly sides that needs constant mending. No longer remain as the head of many deceiving serpents, like unlike crawling kingsnake and his ilk, who are not. Beat, beat, beat goes my heartbeat, feeding my body along with consciousness when consciousness is most needed. Remember the button that said Zen Crafters total enlightenment in about an hour? Time to get started with your beats, beats, beats. Richard Sanderell. All right. That's right. All right. And here's all kinds of beats. And, and speaking of that, speaking of beats, we got a new, uh, new, uh, new voice here. 
She's about to get out if you've done what you're going yes, to do. Yes, I have. Well, here be our sister, newbie, like uh, like Sabrina, her first time here. Just getting So get up to the mic. This be yeah. Sheila Rodell. Let's hear for yeah. Sheila. Welcome. Thank you for having me today. I'm Sheila Riddell. I'm a local poet. I was born and raised in San Francisco. I really loved your song, Sabrina. And I know this is over the radio, but as brown, black, whatever you want to call it, but my poem isn't about that. It's actually about an ex-boyfriend, and it's called Regurgitate. Thank you. You told me you had a dream that we got married. I was your queen, you were my king. We'd make beautiful babies and live majestically. True love everlasting. But unfortunately, the idea of being eternally bonded to you makes me want to puke. Stomach churning, preparing to spew, projectile vomit, the hue of Mountain Dew. Ready to aim and shoot, chunks landing on your head, cascading down to your shoes. Yes, it's truer than true, I'm through than through. The presence of your being is exponentially sickening repulsive to the 10th power. A lifetime spent with you, please. I could barely bear another hour. You started off so sweet, then speedily you turned sour, choosing to pursue you. It was like picking poison oak and thinking it was just a regular flower. And to get back with you, I'd be a delusional fool getting tricked and duped. I've been there a time or two. I see the error in my ways. No one but the self to blame for the pain. See, I never forgot, but I forgave your ridiculous ways. When things wouldn't go your way, you'd call me outside of my name. An evil, greedy, fat, dirty whore? Now that's no way to talk to the woman you claim to adore. This cycle is vile, it's repetitive, and it's beyond a bore. But guess what? You're right about some stuff. I am too much. And for me, maybe you're simply not enough. So caught up in your external, but feed me your mental junk. And yeah, I guess sometimes I was mean like the Grinch, but every day with you kind of felt like a stolen Christmas. So you could call me a wicked witch and I'll go ahead and fly off on my little broomstick. And one last thing, I see why you'd call me a bitch. Because for months I stayed loyal, lacked logic, and I ate up your she. But consider this me regurgitating it. And whether what you claim to be was really a dream or just a messed up fantasy, in this reality, it won't include me. I'm out. Sheila Rodell. That's a torn out of her very life itself. Take it away, Sheila. I don't know if there's time, but Nick had a special request. One minute. There's time. Yeah. Barbecue sauce, you're not going to do it with me? Do it. Take it away. Okay. There's a song that I've had for a while. It's about barbecue sauce. It's a lot lighter. But, um... Forgive my voice, more of a poet, not a vocalist, but um, that was one, two, three, four. Barbecue sauce on everything. Uh, barbecue sauce makes my heart sing. Uh, barbecue sauce on my chicken wing. Uh, barbecue sauce on my onion ring. Uh, it's time to get greasy, it's barbecue season. Hey, hey, no silverware, got fingers for a reason. Hey, hey, it's time to get greasy, it's barbecue season. Hey, hey, no silverware, got fingers for a reason. 
Last verse, last verse. Barbecue sauce on my filet mignon. Uh, barbecue sauce, baby, is the bomb. Uh, every little thing is what I put it on. Uh, barbecue sauce, help me sing along. When I say barbecue, you say sauce. When I say barbecue, you say, Nick, you better say some sort of sauce. You look at your sauce. He got it. That's it. <laughs> thank you. It's been a while for the barbecue sauce. Oh, thank you, guys. San Francisco love. Hey, thanks thank you for having me. Thank you, Sheila Rodell. And uh, thanks for being here on Common Thread Collective and MutinyRadio.fm. And the podcast of the show will be going up right afterwards. So you'll be able to uh, listen to it again and share show your friends. That was a lot of fun. Thank you for coming in and, like, lightening it up. I feel like we got kind of heavy heavy down in, in, uh, in some of more of the darker side of things. Uh, so <laughs> thanks for, for lightening it up. Here. We definitely need to lighten it up. We do we need to We definitely need to have that light out there. We do. We have some humor. And also, uh, we all go through this stuff. And Sheila, Adele, you, you definitely showed us. Sheila, you're definitely welcome back anytime, for sure, to, to join this family called the Common Thread Collective. And hey, Val. Yo, Dave. No, I'm looking at him, and I'm seeing him. I'm kind of surprised, but I'm not. I'm talking to my friend Irish. Irish. And Irish, you've been away. You've been up in the Sierras. You've been part of a community, and you came through because you have a message and a description, and we want to say something to us all right here and out there. Is that right? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, Dave. I was right down the street, actually, at a protest. But um, Yeah, tell us about that first, because there's that was, uh, um, stuff that all that's all I, uh, I was getting a little apathetic, uh, and I was, like, looking on my Food Not Bombs uh, webpage email, and uh, there was a call out for uh, against Cebu uh, Realtor on uh, 24th Street. It's, like, on the same side as McDonald's, a half a block down the street, right on the right side there. And they're, they're evicting... An 80-year-old woman who's been in an apartment for 43 years. 43 years. They oh. gave her her notice on Mother's Day. So I was like, okay, let me knock myself out of wow. being uh, sitting around the house. And I got on that. I brought my Black Holmes uh, Matter signs over. That was from a previous protest on the Fillmore with the uh, displacement on the Gary Boulevard. Uh, that's one of the largest uh, rent strikes in history right now. Still going on, I believe, against Mercy Housing. But I bought that sign and... Just put uh, greedy landlords on one side, so it was relevant to the to the Situation. day. But uh, the turnout was great, and you know, because it's an 80-year-old woman, 43 years in her same place, and the whole mission was totally pissed on it today. So they closed their offices. Obviously, that's what they like doing, and all the employees fled. They didn't want to talk to the neighborhood people. These are all neighborhood people that were and, out there And we're today. talking a couple, by, when you say it was a good turnout, we're talking about a couple hundred people. No, no, not, not that. Yeah, about over 50. The that's news was there. Uh, people stopped and they were like, oh, that's my that's my landlord. He's a shithead. I don't want to go on news. Seriously. Uh, two people stopped. I guess they own a lot of property in the neighborhood. I'm not too familiar with them. They've been there since 1950. Uh, but they're on this gentrification uh, mode, and they, all they see is money in their eyes. And at one time, they could have been a good realtor. But what they're up to now is predatorial practices that we've seen over and over and over in this this local area and across the city. 
So I jumped right on that today, and it's, it's kind of good to get out there. And I was like, oh, it's Friday, Mutiny Radio after that. So Well, here we are, as here usual. Are. Thanks for coming Each down. Each and every Friday, and that's a good good opportunity to let you know, let the people out there know. If you've got something you want to bring to it, to bring to the planet, to stream around the planet, to live, just come on through. Any, each, we're each and every Friday, right here at 21st of Florida. So uh, so you've, uh, I haven't seen you for a while, uh, Irish. I've been going almost approximately three months months um they don't promote themselves all the time because this, uh, this is the way that uh, particular group is uh it's called the uh, free association land project and it's up in the lower sierras it was started from a uh, musician out of berkeley uh out of the brass liberation band and some of his fellow comrades what it is is an experimental uh mountaintop where when you when you book the weekend if it's a queer radical weekend or a costume party or wine for two in our tubs, it's your weekend. So nobody lives on the property. It could stay, uh, we can sleep up to 50 with tents. Indoors, we can probably do easy 30. And we're building more now, more space. And uh, he shares it with from food not bombs to domestic abuse victims to uh, anarchist uh, get-togethers. What it, what it really is, is uh, for people to get away from uh, the city after some activities of maybe uh, organizing and things like this to get back into nature uh growing up in yonkers by the hudson river which i couldn't even swim in uh i understand that so you get unbalanced so it kind of balances you out there's uh, turkey deer everything's on the property there's no hunting on the property we're connected to the national uh stanilonis forest right there so we have no neighbors on on three sides really and another 80 acres this christian guy owns behind us uh so uh, we, we got the mountaintop. It's got a 70-foot waterfall. If any group or uh, particular interest where they need to plot and plan, do it uh, like exactly like your first um, interview today. Uh, I was getting some news up there, especially about uh, the San Francisco Five. I was very interested in that, getting right back into that. And that was great you had them on. Like if people want to get away and, and, and plot and plan how to, how to really get things done, sometimes you need uh, – to be alone, you know, with your particular group. Uh, you can contact me. I don't think I'm, uh, my, 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 my friend didn't give me, uh, you know, permission to give his email out. But if you contact me, I'll give you, I'll give you right, I'll direct you right to them. My, my email is irishfnb, which would stand for food and up bombs, at gmail.com. And uh, they take donations or no donations. So you can do a gathering up to 50 people. Uh, we got hot. We got kind of tubs you can fill up. We got we got water. We got solar. Um, we got propane for the next couple of years. My so um, there's many uh, different groups that definitely can be. Um, I plan to do things with uh, some cancer patients, uh, mission kids in the future. I'm working out with, with Arriba Juntos on that, trying to get permission and insurance things. And uh, there's a lot, a lot of possibilities for it. So um, the group kind of like. Um, got a little low in membership and it's a little hard to keep this property together so now we're popping up again we're looking for like-minded people that want to help us keep the property together there's a lot of work to be done volunteer on on, on work on work uh gatherings that they do up there or you just want to get away and uh meet you know with like-minded people we're not going to take 
anything but yuppies. We're gonna, you know, anybody else, you can do whatever you want up there. It's anarchy. Whatever the yuppies be. Yeah. Well, it's about lending a hand. Yeah, it's about it, lending a hand, it's giving about it back. Giving what you can. But you don't have to. You don't even have to do that. If you don't have time. What you need. Yeah. And uh, so it is. So we're and it's certainly about don't panic, keeping keeping it organic. Exactly. Because for people to come in, people may not know each other, but come in and find that common thread, and uh, on this mountaintop in the Sierras. Is that right so That's far? That's correct. That's and the way to uh, to come aboard that you have now right here now is to uh, is to uh, send a text an email to Irish and you follow up is that right Irish? that's correct I'll give you I'll give you their uh, direct uh, inf um, contact information okay. I was given permission to give it over uh, the it? internet but my email once again is Irish, Irish. FNB at gmail.com you can get me you can get in touch with me through uh, San Francisco Food Not Bombs webpage which they're answering, they're, they're giving my phone number, or Diamond Dave at any time. You okay. got a group or some kind of gathering you want to do, and you need a mountaintop, and, and, you're, and you're, you're okay, you're, you're part of the common thread. That's what, exactly what that is. Then um, let's book you, actually. So, let's, uh, let's do it. So we're, about, uh, we're on the same page. So this is a chance to, uh, to get out of the box. So you can get, get a perspective of what it's all about from a mountaintop uh, looking down. And uh, so getting on the same page, getting out of that box, and then together we'd be pushing an envelope. Is that right? That's correct, Dave. Okay. Like, yes. And my number is 415-240-0286. I'm always open for conversation. The phone is right here in my pocket over my heart. And here I be. So, Valde. Uh, and oh, I believe we have, we're going to have, we have, I, I'm looking at them right now. I'm looking at Bloodflower, and I just saw James, and they're going to get up there and give us uh, one of the things. Thank and you, Mutiny. Really anytime. appreciate it. Yeah, thank Anything you, Irish. Anything else you'd like to add, you're always welcome. Anything yeah, you'd like Mutiny to add? needs to get up there as a team. You know, I don't know why you guys don't go up there. Any, hey. uh, uh, any worker or volunteers with the group? Right you on. You know, just book, book, you know, if it's, if it's a lover's yeah. weekend, whatever it is, that's it's. When you book it, it's your group. You lock the gate at the bottom of the hill. The mountaintop's yours. It's unbelievable. 70-foot cool. waterfalls. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So sometimes it's just, a, it. it's just a couple coming through. Right. Sometimes it's a couple. I've brought groups of up to 50 uh, twice with Food Not Bombs uh, gatherings. We just had uh, Mike V from uh, Oakland, part of the, the, the collective out in uh, West Oakland that builds trailers. He did a fa family gathering with, with a bunch of people I've never met before called the Mutiny um, um uh, mutiny something they mutiny. do mutiny yeah they do we yeah, be mutiny yeah they're they be mut mutiny. mutants mutant okay yeah, yeah I never met I never met well, them they have this mutant gathering right they do in the forest every year like yeah. the rainbow well it's kind of like a rainbow it certainly is a spinoff from the rainbow but it's got its own characteristics and this is going to be a chance to say I'm getting ready I'm going to be leaving uh, uh, in early June that's what for, I wanted to ask you, Dave. The, Where is it this year? Well, I'm about to tell you. For the Rainbow Gathering, it's going to be a cross-country trip for me, getting able to stop at some of my kind of favorite spots, but I'm going to end up in the Green Mountains of Vermont. Oh, I'm so uh, green. And then we're going to have, I can tell you now, think about this, talk about food, not bombs, because we're working with Keith McHenry, and he found the spot because we needed a spot to land. And what are we going to do? We're going to be, after the gathering, we're going to caravan down. Felipe, who I think you know. 
I do. His, his kitchen bus, and whoever else wants to take us, we like to have these after gathering because uh, we're all filled with that spirit. And this time we're going to Philadelphia, to Philly, Philly, to uh, feed the people. We all thanks to Keith. We, we, we got a spot, which is the Unitarian Church. Get this, the, we're the Unitarian Church in Philadelphia. And as you know, the Unitarians are among the oldest, most free-thinking churches in the country. I agree. Imagine in Philadelphia, and they say we can use their kitchen. We can park in their uh, parking lot. We can bring our buses in, wow. and we're going to have a uh, happening, feeding the people right there during the Democratic Convention. And oh. Bernie, after he's done what he's going to do, can walk right so out envious. and join us and feed the people. Because there's a natural affinity, I believe, as the movement occurs, as, as the movement continues to grow and expand. And Bernie, wh whatever, whether he becomes a candidate or not, I think probably not. But uh, time will tell. But he's, uh, he's certainly going to do really well in California. They say the Mission District is the most Bernie neighborhood in the country or something. I was told that. <laughs> and, you know, he's not too far off. I mean, the mainstream media likes to say, oh, Bernie's got to give up soon but he's only a couple hundred delegate uh votes off from from pulling ahead of hillary clinton so you really gotta you really gotta watch that um and also they've been coming out with a lot of uh polls and things that show based on the primaries that, that bernie sanders is a better candidate a stronger candidate to beat trump than well, hillary clinton is. So yeah. so don't believe the hype. There's still a real good chance that Bernie Sanders will have enough delegates to uh, be the nominee for the Democratic Party. And they haven't even hit Colorado yet. So they're coming west. There's a there's coming a lot. West. There's I a lot of votes to be to be gathered. And, uh, and then, um, of course, uh, need to put pressure on these super delegates who don't have to vote with the people. Um and what I see, what I want to say, what I'm saying too, this is how I see it. Thanks for giving me a chance to do it. Uh, but I see that the movement will continue. Whatever happens, his, uh, his, uh, his, what he's doing, he's speaking around, his stump speech, he's talking about the 1%, he's uh, bringing the movement, particularly young people, he gets 80% of the vote. For them. So whatever happens when this Hillary, uh, this is going to go, this is going to, the beat goes on. Beat goes and on. he can step right out and join the, join us folks feeding the people and the movement will continue whatever he's pushed uh, Hillary way to the left she wouldn't be talking about these things that she's talking about if it wasn't for Bernie because she wants to out Bernie Bernie boy but time will tell and what I know for sure is that there's a movement arising and what we do here every Friday in that mutiny radio when we find that common thread is part and parcel of what we're about is that right Val that's right. And that's Is that the, right, people? That's, that's right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's the political revolution that uh, Bernie Sanders has been talking about. And uh, it's it's been happening. And it still goes on. The beat goes on. Let's play some music. Play some music. And, and then and we'll be back with more James. open mic. We got James. Speaking of uh, getting things started, here's uh, some Chemical Brothers. Perfect. Galvanize. Galvanize. We Initiative to move, so I make it harder. Don't hold back. If you think about it, so many people do be cool and look smarter. Don't hold back. And you shouldn't even care about those noses in the air and the crooked stairs. Don't hold back. Cause there's a party over here, so you might as well be here with the people care. Don't hold back. The world is holding back. The time has come to. The world is The time has come to. The world is holding back. The time has come to. 
but you may stumble, trip up, fall on your face. Don't hold back. You think it's time you get up. Crunch time, back and sit up. Come on, keep pace. Don't hold back. Put apprehension of the back burner, let it sit. Don't even get it lit. Don't hold back. Get involved with the gym, don't be a prick. Hot chick, be a pig. Don't hold back. The world, you're holding back. The time has come to.
Thanks for hanging in there with us here on the Common Thread Collective on MutinyRadio.fm. Good to be here. Happy Friday. And up next, we've got at the microphone, we've got author James Conrad reading from his novel, Zordo Cleans House. And Bloodflower is playing piano. So uh, we do have a mic out there in the studio. So if everyone could just be real quiet while it happens. Hello, folks. My name is James Conrad, and uh, I have a book here called Zordo Cleans House. Uh, I know you can't see it because we're on radio, but it is available on Amazon.com. That's Zordo Cleans House, Z-U-R-D-O. And we're about to go into episode 68 of Zordo Cleans House. Although the chemotherapy continued to slow the growth of Zordo's cancer, for a little more than a month after he killed Kendall Reichardt, his wife and son, he grappled with brutal digestive problems that sometimes left him spending whole days confined to his bed and whole nights in the bathroom. At last, less than a week into the new year, the sickness began to relent and by this time there was no suspicion that he was the culprit. One week after Three Kings Day 2012, Zordo spent his evening holed up in a room at the Campbell Inn that Casey's friend Hector Morales, acting as a decoy, had rented under his name. As the minutes passed, he lay stretched out on the bed, smoking marijuana to keep his stomach discomfort at bay, staring at the television and surfing through the channels. 
Every hour or so, he would walk to the vending machine outdoors near the front desk and buy a Coke, taking a long, hard look around each way to keep an eye on the people coming and going. Just after two on the morning of January the 14th, 2012, he grabbed his backpack and walked to the vending machine for a Coke once again and noticed that the parking lot was still and nobody was stirring. Raising the hood of the black sweatshirt he was wearing, he walked toward the black Aston Martin Coupe that he had spied earlier. The car belonged to Judge Malcolm Connors, who had checked into a room nearby with his mistress, Evelyn Mitchell. Once Zurdo had reached the car, he opened his backpack, found the paper bag containing a homemade pipe bomb, crouched by the rear wheel, snuck it out of his pack, and set it on the ground next to the car. Next, he pulled a couple of feet of the wire connected to the bomb's detonation switch out of the paper bag and taped the switch to the tire's tread. As soon as it was secure, he reached inside the paper bag, armed the bomb with a flick of the switch, and set it underneath the car near the center. Satisfied that everything was in place, he walked to his bicycle, which he'd hitched to a nearby signpost. Along the way, he sent a text to Casey. All done. Where are you at? Casey replied, at the Winchester station. Zuro put his phone away, unlocked his bicycle, and began to ride. Thank you very much. That was episode 68 of Zuro Clean's House. Tune in next time around, next week around the same time for episode 69 of Zuro Clean's House. And before I give up the mic, I would just like to quickly make a special announcement about Mutiny Radio. Um, we have a lot of quality programming we here ha- we produce here at uh, Mutiny Radio. We've got um, Labor and Love. We have Pam's excellent comedy showcases, uh, her happy hour open mic, and Pam's comedy clubhouses. We also have uh, the Common Thread Collective and Women's Magazine and a whole host of other programs. Now, we are very much a listener-supported station, which means that we keep our um, equipment running and we keep uh, the bills paid. Um, Thanks to contributions from listeners like yourself. Now, if you are interested in helping support Mutiny Radio, um, all you have to do is send... One thing you can do, as a matter of fact, is send a check or money order for a dollar or more made out to Mutiny Radio to the following address. Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94110. Once again, that address to which you can send the checks or money order made up for a dollar or more to Mutiny Radio is Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94110. Please feel free to contribute. And thank you very much, and I'll see you next week. And uh, until then, catch me on the web at AmericanNewsX.com. Thank you. Bye-bye. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, Zordo. Zordo. He's just going for it. Um. <laughs> and we were definitely talking about our, that, uh, our singer selves, uh, weaving this amazing uh, tapestry of various voices, musically and so on together each and every week, that, uh, and seeing this emerge, that this needs to keep going. We have a heavy responsibility. I don't know who else is doing it, that here in the center of one of the most interesting uh, communities, uh, the Mission District, 
uh, in a place of struggles to survive in San Francisco, California, where so where for Sovenval so many times that it has began. I was here for the beatniks before they were called beatniks. I was here for the hippies before they were called hippies. I was here with the punks before they were called punks. And as each and as each generation of counterculture, now we have the millennials. With each generation of counterculture comes, and I was relates to the community, to the struggles, as a voice of these struggles, and I believe that's uh, what we're about. Is that right, Val? I know it's a it's a real it's a real privilege um, to be here at Mutiny Radio, and it, I'm always I'm always surprised um, at the the topics and the people that we're able to to cover and uh, let their voices be heard here. I mean, Dave, you and I have been doing this together. I mean, quite some time. Quite some time. I think, sure. I mean, I remember in early 2011, we were doing, it was the Arab Spring, um, you know, and then yeah, you were, then in uh, 2012, you, we had uh, Hurricane Sandy, and you were over there with Occupy Sandy. I mean, we had Occupy. It was Occupy, like, the world, right? Wall Street, Wall Street West here in San Francisco. Um, that was happening right here, and people were coming through weekly and, and giving uh, updates and reports and testimonials about the Occupy movement. Oh, my goodness. I mean, so much has transpired, and um, like I said, you called in from Occupy Sandy, where... Um, people had had gathered to help the folks who had uh lost their homes and 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 uh, the hurricane over there in the east coast in new jersey um just so much so much has happened i can't even really keep track of it all here we are in the center even though i have kept track of it and i'm going to be giving about uh, uh early july around july or late june i'll be calling in on a Friday, with reports from Bernie Land, it's the Green Mountains of Vermont, maybe Burlington, Vermont, uh, the capital. I'll be there, and I'll be calling in from from Vermont and to give people uh, from the Green Mountains and give people some idea what's happening there. Well, Dave, I, I now enjoy calling you our far out, far flung correspondent. Oh, okay, far out. Hey, I think I see Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, Ma- Jimmy J- Mankind. Jimmy Mankind. Yeah, I ran into uh, Jimmy at uh, La Promenade uh, Cafe last week. So I'm glad you came through. Nice to see you. Great, guys. Thanks. Hi, how you doing? Good enough. Okay. You want to hear a poem? Yeah, I'm there, brother. Could be a You're little bit political. To the world. It's called uh, Those Who Choose. Why is it those who choose to poison the planet are those who rule and take measurement of the rest of us? Why is it those who choose to kill the most of us get away with their crimes without a charge? While a poor black girl gets thrown in jail for taillights out and dies. Fascism is Houston. Texas is neo-Nazi. Long lived that great blessed memory of Sandra Bland, no longer bland or blank, but a symbol of revolution and freedom for all. Why is it those who choose to lie the most egregious lies are the ones who get to tell the rest of us what to do? Could it really be true, as Balzac said, that behind every great fortune lies a crime? If it is, would not the guillotine become our choice for the most appropriate new regime? 
Those who choose get to murder in Central America. Those who choose to arm the despots who murdered in Indo Indonesia. Those who choose to bomb Vietnam, Cambodia, Iraq, the poor Afghan. Those who choose to carpet the Gulf floor with six inches of Corexit and oil made heavy so it won't float no more. Those, why is it those who choose to poison the planet so they could control our food, so they could make more money by selling illegal weapons of war to poison the rest of us? Why is it they get to control our food supply, the military, and our aqu aquifers? Those who choose to convert Agent Orange to make Roundup ready, Frankenfood, sorry Al, not you, the resident, residue of which shall alter genes, insert carcinogens, disrupt endocrine systems, as well as kill off bees. Those who choose get to create dead zones in our precious soils and waters, even our brains. They're those who choose who sacrifice the female breast to their god of money. And those who choose to profit from our collective deaths will rule, rule this planet when we're gone. Why is it those who choose to kill the rest of us get to rule all that's left? Why is it those who choose to poison the planet are those who get to plant the seeds for the future? Thank you. We're speaking out to those who choose to present it to, to, to find an alternative to a way of life which is poisoning people in every possible way, uh, possible way, mentally, psychically, spiritually, and physically. So we better get together, and here we be, the casting that wide net, finding that common thread, letting life flourish, and saying, "Don't panic, just keep it, keep it organic." And I'll say it. I'll just end this week by saying. Uh, love will get you everywhere, hate will get you nowhere. And so I expect to see the fall of uh, Trump, Donald Trump, pretty soon. And I think he's going to take the, 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 the Republican Party. And those who choose to, choose to go down with him will, in fact, go down with him. So the beat goes on. Hey, Val. That's uh, right. Uh, that's my, that's my uh, conclusions. You take it from here. I, I like that, Dave. I like that. We know that love trumps hate. Um, so, so love trumps hate. That's a good one. Thank you. And we got. Uh, I think Jimmy Mankind's got another one for us out there. Yeah, but this is a comedy. It's not political. It's sort of funny. It's cute. Well, we we, can, we can use some levity. Yeah, it's near the end of the day. Maybe everybody wants to perk up a little and laugh. Uh, okay, this is uh, by a truck driver, I imagine, and it's called. Angel in a Texaco tow truck. Well, I was, no, I need, I, is the music coming through? <laughs> we need country. country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it country music. Wait a minute. Bluegrass if you got it. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. wait Blood Flower doesn't Williams, really take requests. Maybe Lucinda be better. <laughs> no, no, I'm just asking does he want it slow or like, Perky, perky. Oh, Oh, this is going to be cheery. <laughs> okay, well, just follow, do whatever you feel like. Okay, yeah. Okay. 
I'm on. Angel in a Texaco tow truck. I was stuck late that night between weed and Marika. My rig had broke down. I could not say why. With the snow and the lightning, things could not have looked bleaker till the angel in the Texaco tow truck came by. The highway was empty, hard snow was a falling, so I was a hugging that long yellow line when all of a sudden my rig started failing and it all came to me as an ominous sign. I was stuck late that night between weed and Wairika. My rig had broke down. I could not say why. With the snow and the lightning, things could not have looked bleaker till the angel in the Texaco tow truck came by. Why steam was a hissing, my pants I was a pissing. I knew that that night I would not travel far. And that sweet girl that I longed to be hugging and kissing was sitting alone in some warm country bar. I was stuck late that night between weed and Wairika. My rig had broke down. I could not say why. With the snow and the lightning, things could not have looked bleaker till the angel in the Texaco tow truck came by. At 30 below, I was about to be frozen. My life passed before me. I was ready to die. I was sure that my soul, God had it chosen, when out of the darkness, the Texaco tow truck came by. I was stuggling that night between weed and my rig, or my rig had broke down. I could not say why. With the snow and the lightning, things could not have looked bleaker till the angel in the Texaco truck came by. Now I was, now I ain't a bragging, but I'm known as a rounder, coming or going. I know what to show. But this truck driving angel was a 300 pounder, a hot blooded drinker, and raring to go. So I got out of my rig in the wind and the sleet, and she got out of the tow truck with a bottle of Jack. She said, You come and sit a while in my truck in the heat, or you ain't a gonna ever get back. Well, I was stuck late that night to a week in my record. My river broke down, and I could not find why. Snow, lightning, things kissing out of look bleaker. Angel and Dotra came by. Now, good old Jack Black is one of my favorites, but I just can't drink with a woman who reeks. But I sure changed my mind that night near Wairika. She was warm, we was drunk, and she laughed like a minx. <laughs> well, I was stuck late that night between weed and My rig washed out and find a wine snow. The light. I heck with it, guy. We got married. <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. That was fun. That's thanks for all the, I got today. Thanks for the levity, Jimmy Mankind. Uh, we appreciate that. Most definitely. Um, <laughs> you're listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm. And uh, you know who I ran into, Dave? Who? Elegant Trash. You remember uh, Elegant Trash? Of course I do. You know, Elegant Trash is totally rocking. He's banging the bay, and I mean that literally. He's got his fourth issue of Bang Magazine that's come out. Actually, the third one just came out. Oh, he gave me an old, uh, gave me an old one, sorry. Um, but the fourth issue just came out of Bang Magazine, uh, and he's really cool. He, you can check it out at bangthebay.com. 
And uh, let me read you why he, he started this. It's a, it's a magazine. So he said, I started Bang because I felt there was not enough coverage in the Bay Area of amazing artists and musicians. The Bay is my favorite place for these things. I wanted everyone to know about some of my inspirations as an artist myself. This is why I'm going to share as many different artists with you as I can before I die. This magazine is just a preview to spark your interest. When you visit bangthebay.com, you'll get a better understanding of the talent showcased here. If you go to the website, there's a direct link to their interviews, albums, videos, and reviews by yours truly, Lee Austin Hoffman, a.k.a. Elegant Trash. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know he's a busy he's a busy dude right now. But okay, Elegant okay. Trash is is uh, recording, finishing up the recording for their twenty okay. seventh album. Oh my goodness! Did you have do you have any idea? I knew they had a few, but and he's also going on European tour this summer. Um, but I was reading through this Bang magazine, and it's really cool. Like he basically he does um, the photography, and so he's always doing like collages of photography. But it's also um, pictures of, of bands and musicians but also um various artists work so lots of uh lots of visual art sometimes that comes in the form of like a, a concert poster um that's been done and he's just it's a really cool little magazine so um check out what elegant trash is up to on at bang the bay bang, bang the com. and then today as i was uh, flipping through um the magazine and then i was looking for some music to play I found an Elegant Trash album so that he left with us last time he was here. So, Elegant Trash, keep hey, rocking but on. Before you do, uh, what's, well, yeah, what's up, I Dave? I have one last message because I want to remind people uh, that uh, Ahmed... Ahmed. Ah, Ahmed, Ahmed, Ahmed Salah, who, who was here last week. He's going to come on next week. And he, oh, tune in, folks. What an interesting guy, an interesting and, story. And they're going to get me a copy of his book, so I, I would have read it. So they say the devil's in the details. I looked through it a bit, and indeed, he does bring a lot of details to what happened to the Egyptian Revolution. Right. The and rise the rise and fall. So stay tuned. We will be sending him around the internet. Yeah, and the name of... And the name of um, his book is You're Under Arrest for Masterminding the Egyptian Revolution by Ahmed Salah. Really interesting guy. I went to his uh, uh, talk and lecture on Monday night, too, at the Global Exchange because I just wanted to know more about what was going on. Real interesting fella. He was on our show last week. You can download the podcast from May 6th from the Common Thread Collective. Um, And I guess he'll be here next week, too. So anyhow, back to... Our friend, Elegant Trash. Um, yeah.
some th- a few tracks from Elegant Trash. Again, check out what Elegant Trash is up to. Check out bangthebay.com, B-A-N-G-T-H-E-B-A-Y, bangthebay.com. Um, thanks for listening to the Common Thread Collective today. I know it's been kind of heavy. I know it has. Um, but, you know, those are, those are our times right now. And when we've got people in the community who are deeply involved in... Um, what's going on in our communities and and looking towards uh making them better and safer and more humane and and healthier you know that's a lot of work so of course it's always going to be a little bit uh, a little bit heavy at times um but we thank you for being with us and you know we're all about having fun as well um we're free spirits here in the common thread collective and i want to play a, a happy song a good song from our friend ryan casada um that rock star Ryan Casada um, from his album The Rhythm and this song speaks for itself and we hope it speaks to you too Same. 
That's right, Ryan Casada. Love around the world. Well, what? I mean, it's nice to be able to round off the show today with the positive, because um, that's what we're always trying to do here at the Common Thread Collective. I know it gets deep sometimes, gets kind of heavy, but really, we're just looking towards making a better, more peaceful, healthy world. And sometimes that just means that we gotta let people know what's going on and and inform and. Um, that's what our kind of, uh, clandestine journalism can do here at Mutiny Radio. And I see James Zealous walked in, um, and it's so nice to see James Zealous, uh, as he often comes in to, uh, help close up the show. And I think he and Bloodflower are going to be performing together. Um, but in the meantime, while they, while they get set up, um, I'm going to tell you about a few events that are coming up. Let's see, we've got the Celebrating Poetry and Synthesizers CD uh, party tomorrow. That's 4 p.m. in Oakland at the Octopus Literary Salon. Um, also tomorrow, Sounds from the Streets presents Modern English. At, it's here at Mutiny Radio, 6 p.m. Um, and then on May 15th, that's Sunday, is the rally for Bernie Sanders for President and Canvas the Neighborhoods at, ni- at Grand Lake Theater in Oakland at 9.30 a.m. Um, what else is happening? 14 Hills 22.2 release party. That's coming up Thursday at Alley Cat Books and 6.30 p.m. Ah, and the International Floricanto Literary Festival. That's going to be Friday, May 20th. That's next Friday, 5.30 p.m., 24th Street. And that's uh, partially organized by Poet Laureate Alejandro Murguia. So that's the news of Fit to Print. And we've got James Ellis with a, a J. Krishnamurti. I believe your microphone is on. Thank you, Global Val. Thank you. Thanks for being here. This is Mr. Blood Flower and Piano. This is from the Commentaries on Living from J. Krishnamurti. He had practiced for a number of years what he called meditation. It followed certain disciplines after reading many books on the subject and had been to a monastery of some kind where they meditated several hours a day. He was not sentimental about it, nor was he blurred by the tears of self-sacrifice. He said that 
Though after these many years his mind was under control, it still sometimes got out of control. That there was no joy in his meditation, and that the self-imposed disciplines were making him rather hard and arid. Somehow, he was very dissatisfied with the whole thing. He had belonged to several so-called religious societies, but now he had finished with them all and he was seeking independently the God they all promised. He was getting on in years and was beginning to feel rather weary. Right meditation is essential for the purgation of the mind. For without the emptying of the mind, there can be no renewal. Mere continuity is decay. The mind withers away by constant repetition, by the friction of wrong usage, by sensations which make it dull and weary. The control of the mind is not important. What is important is to find out the interests of the mind. The mind is a bundle of conflicting interests. And merely to strengthen one interest against the other is what we call concentration. The process of discipline. Discipline is the cultivation of resistance. And where there is resistance, there is no understanding. A well-disciplined mind is not a free mind. It is only in freedom that any discovery can be made. There must be spontaneity to uncover the movements of the self. At whatever level it may be placed. Though there may be unpleasant discoveries, the movements of the self must be exposed and understood. But discipline destroys the spontaneity in which discoveries are made. Disciplines, however exacting, fix the mind in a pattern. The mind will adjust itself to that for which it has been trained, but that which it adjusts, that which it adjusts itself is not the real. Disciplines are mere impositions and so can never be the means of denudation. Through self-discipline, the mind can strengthen itself in its purpose. But that purpose is self-projected. And so it is not the real. The mind creates reality in its own image. And disciplines merely give vitality to that image. Only in discovery can there be joy. This, the discovery from moment to moment of the ways of the self. The self, at whatever level it is placed, is still of the mind. Whatever the mind can think about is of the mind. The mind cannot think about something which is not of itself. 
They can't think of the unknown. The self at any level is the known. And though there may be layers of the self of which the superficial mind is not aware, they are still within the field of the known. The movements of the self are revealed in the action of relationship. And when relationship is not confined within a pattern, it gives the opportunity for self-revelation. Relationship is the action of the self, and to understand this action, there must be awareness without choice. For to choose is to emphasize one interest against another. This awareness is the experiencing of the action of the self. And in this experiencing, there is neither the experience nor the experienced. Thus the mind is emptied of its accumulations. There's no longer the me, the gatherer. The accumulations, the stored up memories are the me. The me is not an entity apart from the accumulations. The me separates itself from its characteristics <laughs> as the observer, the watcher, the controller, in order to safeguard itself give itself continuity amidst impermanency. The experiencing of the integral unitary process frees the mind from its dualism. Thus the total process of the mind, the open as well as the hidden, is experienced and understood. <laughs> Not piece by piece, activity by activity, but in its entirety. And dreams and everyday activities are ever an emptying process. The mind must be utterly empty to receive. But the craving to be empty in order to receive is a deep-seated impediment. And this, is, this also must be completely understood. Not at any particular level. The craving to experience must wholly cease, which happens only when the experiencer is not nourishing itself on experiences and their memories. The purgation of the mind must take place not only on its upper levels, but also its hidden dips. This can happen only when the naming, the terming process comes to an end. Naming only strengthens and gives continuity to the experiencer, to the desire for permanency, to the characteristic of particularizing memory. There must be silent awareness of naming, and so the understanding of it. We name not only to communicate, but also to give continuity and substance to an experience, to revive it, and to repeat its sensations. This naming process must cease, not only on the superficial levels of the mind, but throughout its entire structure. This is an arduous task. 
not to be easily understood or lightly experienced. For our whole consciousness is a process of naming or terming experience and then storing it, recording it. It is this process that gives nourishment and strength to the illusory entity. The experiencer as distinct and separate from the experience. Without thoughts, there is no thinker. Thoughts create the thinker who isolates himself to give himself permanency. For thoughts are always impermanent. There is freedom when the entire being, the superficial as well as the hidden, is purged of its past. Will is desire. And if there is any action of the will, any effort to be free, to denude oneself, then there can be no freedom. The total purgation of the whole being. When all the many layers of consciousness are quiet, utterly still, only then is there the immeasurable, the bliss that is not of time, the renewal of creation. Shut out the stars because they live out in the cold world. Sad to see them go as we close the hatch on a mesmerizing mystery that we'd like to stay up all night with. Yet we can carry its light into us. Let it rumble through us, warming our sensations with the surety of space. I'm Global Val. You've been listening to the Common Thread Collective all afternoon. So cool to be here at mutinyradio.fm. We love that you're with us on Fridays, and we'll be here next Friday, absolutely. And we hope that when you come through or when you're tuning in, that you feel like you're home. Peace, everybody. We love you.
Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their home. Six o'clock. It's mutinyradio.fm. We're here on the happy hour, the happiest.